Exodus chapter 33 and 13. I'm going to have to get this in between praises, I see. Uh-huh. Exodus 33, 13. And the word of the Lord reads, If it is true that you look favorably on me, let me know your ways so I may understand you more fully and continue to enjoy your favor. And remember that this nation everybody that I'm dealing with are your very own people if it's true that you look favorably on me let me know your ways so I may understand you more fully and continue to enjoy your favor and remember that that this nation is your very own people I want to continue with chapter 11 of our saga, our epic story. And I want to talk about the effects of favor. The effects of favor. God, you're already doing what you want to do. Continue to do so in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. The effects of favor on last week on our discussion in our discussion I opened by saying that every epic story has to have a name it requires a name and uh, each chapter of your story must have a name every epic event that happens in your life you need to name it as a matter of fact whenever the spirit of god moved on the people of god or miracles were performed god would the the, the patriarchs would name the place that they had an encounter with god um, and so every place that you encounter God, not just in this corporate environment, but in your personal environment, you need to give that place, that period in your life, a name. And tell your neighbor, I'm naming my chapters. We also went further in that and discussed that God places value and even establishes purpose through name. Your name, whatever you name, the events or the chapters in your story has to have a purpose behind it. It has to uh, 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 establish what it meant for you in that period of your life. But this is why we must be careful about what we name our life chapters. We must be careful about what we name the events in our story because um, what you will do is if you give your story the wrong name, you will give negativity too much power. Let me push that just a bit further. Uh, 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 negative and chaos has power in your life. It has been designed so. I know we want to rebuke the devil and, 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 and plead the blood and all of that, and all of that works, but there are some chaotic, chaotic events in your life that are anointed for you. They have been created and designed for you, and they have some power. But the mistake that we make is we begin to magnify the chaos 
rather than magnify the creator. And when we magnify the chaos, we give it more power than it was intended to have. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You see, you see, miracles would not be necessary if your chaos didn't have some power. Uh, if your calamity didn't have at least a hint of devastation to it, then miracles would not be needed. But, but, but it's the power that's behind your chaos that gives a miracle its credence. Yeah, 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 yeah. It gives miracles their purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the problem we have is we name our chaos and we give our chaos a greater name than we give our God. We magnify our poverty, but do not exclaim how rich we are in Christ Jesus. We magnify our feelings when we come with attitudes and treat each other nasty, but we don't magnify the God that can bring peace. In a chaotic life, we would rather be hateful and mean than fight through the hate and be pleasant. Ah, yeah, yeah. uh, this ain't in my notes, but it's in the room. Do you know it takes more energy for you to be hateful? It takes more energy for you to feel some kind of way. Think about it. You got to talk yourself up. You got to rehearse all of the bad stuff that happened over and over so you can get yourself hot enough. When you could have just let it go. There's some things that you just can't change. You just got to let it go and let God handle it. Uh, I know you've been planning your revenge, but the Bible says that vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Let it go. I know they cussed you out. Let it go. And let God handle it. I know you're right about whooping that tail. I know you're justified in that butt-whipping you want to issue. But you got to learn how to stop magnifying the issue and let it go and let God handle it. Turn to your neighbor and say, let God handle it. And quit giving it a name. In the Bible, we see uh, people groups all throughout the Bible um, with all types of names. These names are often illustrate, uh, these names often illustrate their heritage and define who they belong to. As a matter of fact, uh, many of these names are mentioned or alluded to some 193 times in Scripture. They are. These names are important people groups, not just names of individual people groups. I, I, I'll name a few of them for you, and maybe you will recognize them when you see them in your Bible. You have the Israelites, the Ammonites, the Jebusites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Moabites. Yeah, those are the Bible, but, but there are some uh, in, in modern times. They're the Hadites. They're the Skanktites. They're the Evilites. Hatefulites. Parasites. Uh, 
and they're mentioned. They're, they're, they're throughout the Bible and they're throughout the church. They're throughout your job in your family. Yeah. But, 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 but what I noticed here is uh, uh, God, God held back one. He didn't mention it in the scripture. He didn't mention it as a people group, but he held back and I asked God, I said, God, what is the name that you held back? He says, there is a name that I have given you. And I, have forgiven, and I have given restored life and every other believer in my name and in my word. Okay, okay, God, if, if, if this is the name that I want, uh, that you want me to have, what is my name? What's the name of my people group? He says, your name is the favorites. Favorites are a people group that walk under unmerited favor. It is the unmerited favor of God. As a favorite, I'm guaranteed the presence and provision of God's power to accomplish his purpose. And part of this purpose is that his name be glorified through the presentation of my story. God wants your life to give him glory. Uh, he really does. Some of you are looking at me befundled right now because you're wondering how can God get the glory out of this raggedy life because there's some stuff I know about me that I don't even like. There's some stuff, there's some proclivities, some things that, that, that's on the inside that if I was to let come out, you know, y'all wouldn't really care for me too much. I, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I, I see the you on the outside, but there's another you down in there. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As sweet as you are on the outside, there's some funk down on the inside. Ah, uh, there's some stuff that you want to do, you may not be able to do, but it's crossed your mind more than once. You, you've rehearsed it, you thought about it, you dreamed about it, you, you had to shake your head and say, good God Almighty, I'm wrong, God, Lord have mercy, Lord, yeah, 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 look how y'all looking at me, y'all know y'all done had some Lord have mercy moments. Uh, in this text, I got to hurry along. In this text, Moses is having a conversation with God. And in his conversation, I will paraphrase it. He says, he says, if I am in part of the favorites, then teach me your will for me. Because sometimes life ain't favorable. Uh, if I'm one of your favorites, God, I need you to teach me about yourself so I can understand you fully. Lord, if the purpose of my story is to give you glory, then allow me to see the glory that I'm giving you. Uh, uh, I want to see the merchandise before I continue the mission. Because the truth of the matter is, I want to quit this mission. 
God, you didn't tell me that I was going to have to deal with some of the stuff and some of the people that I was going to have to deal with. Uh, God, you didn't tell me that. You called me to this, but you didn't explain this fully, God. You, I didn't know God had a fine print. I didn't know that at the bottom of the contract that I was going to deal with some fools. I didn't know that at the bottom of the contract I was going to have some heartache and some heartache, heartbreak. I didn't know that at the bottom of the contract I was going to have to deal with some of the stuff that I'm dealing with. God, if I'm going to continue, I got to see something. You got to show me something. God, look now, look. You want me to give you glory. All I want to do is see it for myself. I, I didn't read all that in the scripture. It's, it's in the verses after what I read for you. But, 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 but God says you can't. Because no man can look in my face and live. That's what's in your Bible. Let me translate it. You can't see it because you are not ready to handle it. Okay. Okay. Let me see if I can explain it. Okay. Okay. The last person I let handle my glory got caught up. Lucifer's job was to collect my glory and then bring it to me. And I trusted him to be able to handle it. So get my glory. Bring it to me. But somewhere in the journey, Lucifer got locked up. And was getting the glory, but stopped bringing it to God. And because he got caught up, I had to cast him out. And I had to get rid of a third of my heavenly population. And so now I created you and gave you the same job. But I had to put some stipulations. I still want you to collect the glory and give it to me. I'll let you feel it. But I ain't going to let you see it. I'll let you experience the warmth of my glory. But I won't let you see it. So you got to get it and close your eyes. And listen for my voice. And give it to me. And go back. And get it. Uh, you can't handle it if I show it to you. First thing I see in the text, uh, uh, he says, he says, now look, now, now look, 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 look. It's too powerful for you to look at it head on. But Moses staked his favorability on God's glory. He says, if I am favored in your sight, then show me your way. In other words, let me see. If you go on down, they said, let me see your 
glory. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, so God says, all right, all right, I can't let you see it, but, but if you are staking the validity of your favor on it, I'll give you some proof that you're favorable. I, I'll give you proof that you are. The uh, first thing that I'm going to give you is preferential seating. Uh, first point is favorites have preferential seating. Verse 21 says, and the Lord said, here is a place by me. I stop right there. Here is a place. God tells Moses that his glory is too powerful, but yet your favor will allow you entrance into some places that you're not qualified to be in. Uh, preferential seating. Now, now, now listen, listen here. Listen, listen, listen. When I said that, most of y'all thinking about jobs that you got that you ain't qualified for. Most of y'all are thinking about access to places that you really don't have access to. But, 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 but it struck me on a different level, Elder Pam. It struck me differently because I guess that's why I sang all the songs that I sang. There are some days, Pam, that I flunk salvation. Let me go on this side because I saw a bunch of fake folk over there. I skip sanctification class. Okay, all right. I know. I come from a church where the testimony used to be, I'm, I've been saved all day and I'm glad about it. But there are days when I get up and say, I've been saved 45 minutes and I didn't quit. For the rest of these 23 hours and 15 minutes, I'm going to act a fool. Oh, ain't no sense of y'all looking at me like that. Because some of y'all going to stay saved until after church. And then Cinco de Mayo going to kick in. Some of y'all got your libation cup ready. You put ice in a tumbler so it'll be cold when you get out of church. You're going to have multiple communions today. Look how y'all looking at me. Oh, y'all thought y'all were looking too quiet at me. So I figured I'd tell your business. And those of you that being bougie talking about what I don't drink, you gonna take an extra spoon of cough syrup. Sister. Yeah, I, I, I missed the class some days. And even though I missed the class, you know, you know when you've been so bad, when you come into the presence of God, you got to peak. You ain't gonna walk to the, to the altar boldly. Cause you scared that God gonna kill you on the way there. Yet, even in my worst, God gives me preferential seating. He says, come on up here by me. God, you sure? 
you want me by you cuz uh, um, I checked my holy license at the door I I, I just picked them up here. I, I, I had them last Sunday and I couldn't find them all week. And I just found them on my way back here. I, 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 come on up here. Because you have favor. Am I saying? Yeah, yeah. Second thing that I see here is favorites have a foundation. Second half of that, he says, come up here by me and you shall stand on a rock. Uh, uh, when God tells Moses to come by him, he says, come on up in my presence and I'm going to place you on a solid footing. Uh, favor will give you stability in shaky situations. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, when you realize that you are the favorite, you're not easily thrown off by stuff that may pop up. Uh, 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 you, 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 you're not thrown by stuff. You, you, you're not knocked off because you... Let me say this. You don't necessarily have to have the fortune of favor. You can take solace in being part of the family. I, I may not have any money in my pocket right now, but I belong to a rich family, so whenever I need it, it will be there. Okay, let me try this side. Let me see. Uh, 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 rich people, wealthy people, hardly ever need money. When artists, Wiz can tell you, Chris can tell you, uh, I can tell you, I've been in those situations. When you go to award shows, artists get gift bags. And the gift bags are full of some of the most expensive stuff ipads iphones uh some of the latest technology some of the latest fragrances some of the latest things the greatest money is no object that gift bags are full of things that that we would just love to have the reason that they do that is the manufacturer wants to use the celebrity of the artist to promote the product and so it's a marketing tool. If I give you an iPad, then millions of people who watch you will see you using my iPad. And because you're using it, it will cause them to go out and get it. And you're more apt to use it because it was a gift. It is free. You didn't have to pay for it. Ah, favor is the same way. You don't always have to spend for it. Uh, 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 there, uh, God wants to get the glory. So what he does is he blesses you with favor. So you will promote it to the world. And when the world sees how the favor looks on you, they will be drawn in to get it for themselves. And so, what are you saying? When I'm in a situation, I don't have to worry because I know I'm part of Favor's family. I am a favorite. Look at somebody on the next, on the side of you and say, I'm a favorite. Not only does favorites have position, not only does favorites have foundation, favorites have protection. <sighs> Your sinfulness 
has made you a candidate for the wrath of God. I just got through telling you, and all of y'all witnessed to the fact that you missed sanctification class. That you take salvation sabbaticals. We don't stop being saved to be good. I saw that. We don't stop being saved so we can be good people. We take salvation sabbaticals so we can be bad. We skipped over the good because we got our eye. We stopped sanctification for fornication. We didn't stop it being good. Oh, y'all, look how y'all looking at me. But our time off makes us candidates for God's wrath. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know, I know. We do. We do serve a loving God. We do serve a peace-loving peace God. We do serve a God of peace. We do serve a God who is caring. We do. But we also serve a God of war. He is God of judgment. Yeah, yeah, he is, he is, he is. He's a God of that. And, and, and because of that, God loves us so much, he gives us the favor of Jesus' blood to protect us from himself. Y'all lost that. Y'all forgot. God loves you so much that he allowed his son to die so that he would not have to kill you himself. Uh, uh, I'm going I'm, to I'm, I'm tap on this point. I ain't trying to scare you. I'm just trying to make you aware. Everybody in this room had a date with death last night. From the time the doctor spanked your hind parts, death has been after you. Every single day of your life. As a matter of fact, as you sleep at night, death always comes by your house. Mm, yeah, I know y'all fools enough to lay down and don't tell God thank you. And you get up and start your day and don't say, God, thank you for another day. I know y'all think y'all living like that. But can I tell you, death had came by your house last night. He did, he did, he did, he did, he did, he did. And God held him back. Said, ah, you can't touch him. Death been saying, but I want him. No, no, you can't have him. But, but, but even by your standards, God, I should be able to kill him. Because they were worth your judgment right now. Let me get him in a car accident. Uh, no, you, you, you can't touch him. Even when death decides to be disobedient. Let me tell y'all something. Death, death will decide it is better for me to apologize than ask permission. And I don't care. I'll just have to repent to God after I do it. 
And if God want them alive, he going to have to resurrect them. But just on GP, I need to take them out. And death came by your house on GP last night to take your behind out while you were on salvation sabbatical. And when he got ready to knock on your door, he looked up and it was something dripping. And had to stop because of the drip. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And had to move on. He had an attitude about it. He said, I'll get you tomorrow, but, 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 but I can't get them because of the drip. I wanted to take their children, but I couldn't get them because of the drip. I, I, I wanted to end their career, but I, I wanted them to, to commit suicide, but I couldn't put the thought in their head because of the drip. Uh, I wish I had some believers in here that believe in the blood of Jesus and say, thank God for the drip. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it wasn't for the drip, I wouldn't be here because I had an appointment last night. I was supposed to wake up in glory today. I was supposed to wake up dead today. But because of the blood of Jesus over my doorpost, uh, I didn't even need no angels. It was the blood that covered me. I know we like to sing all day, all night. Angels watch over me. But the blood was over me. And because it was over me, I was able to get up this morning. And, and when I walked through my door, I said, thank you for the drip. are so favored by God God allowed his son to bleed to keep him from killing us himself uh, you do know God is holy now you do know that you do know that holiness and hell don't mix you do know that sinfulness and godliness don't mix and, and he can't mix it I know we like to be walk in the middle I know we like to mix it up and shake it up but like a mixed drink but 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 he can't deal with it and so when sin comes in his presence his 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 thing is I'm going to eradicate it immediately but then he sees the drip and remembers how it felt to have to kill his own son. And he says, I don't like that feeling. So as long as I see the blood, as long as I can see the drip, I don't know about y'all, but the blood over my door ain't neat. It ain't a line that's artistically drawn over my door. The blood is splattered over my door because it took a whole lot of it for me. Uh, he, I don't know who in charge of pain blood in heaven, but whoever they are, they, they are eclectic in their artistry. They throw it up. Don't even smear it. Let's let it dry there. Oh, uh, so, so, I wish I had some blood bought people in the room. Um, so, 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 favorites 
have preferential seating. Favor rights have stability. Favor rights uh, um, have protection. Favor rights also have God's covering. Now, I know you thought that it was just the blood that covers, but, but Moses, you want to see my glory. You already on the rock. He says, now hide in the cleft of the rock. And as I pass by, once I pass by you, you'll see my hind parts to see the end as my glory is fading. That's all you can handle. Now, logistically, I looked at this text and if, if he is by God, he's on a solid foundation and then God says, hide in the cleft. The cleft is a fold in the rock. Logistically, if God's telling me to hide, I hide face first, face forward. So, because he's already told me I can't look at it. And so what I do is I, I put my face in the cleft of the rock. But this is the thing that blessed me about the text. He says, as I pass by you, I'm going to put my hand on you. Being a favorite means that I'm covered by the hand of God from anything that could possibly harm me. All right. That went over better in my mind than it just went over right now. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh, um, Elder Pam works with insurance. Uh, uh, Kiba has also worked in insurance. Being a favorite means that I enjoy coverage before and after the calamity. I enjoy coverage before stuff happens. But I also have coverage in case stuff happens. So either way, my insurance is the assurance that God has his hand on me and he wants me to show his hand. Uh, now, now, many of us in this room who play cards know that the cardinal rule of card playing, no matter what the cards are, is you never show your hand. I was over the minister of marriage um, for something, and they were playing spades. Uh, uh, they ain't play them like I like. They quite table too quiet. Yeah, yeah, y'all play quiet spades. I don't know what kind of spades y'all play. Yeah, they was Episcopal spades. Real Methodist spades. I play Pentecostal spades. I play loud. I got to witness to you as I'm beating that tail. I got to talk about your mom and your paw. Then send you to the kitty table once I set you. Don't sit at the table with me and go bored. I'm really finna let you have it now. Because me and my partner going to run to Boston on you just as quick. I don't care how you play. You can play with the kitty, no kitty. You can play too, too high or too low. I don't care how you want to play it. We'll put it to you. You see, I'm talking junk and I ain't even playing. 
But the cardinal rule in the card game is you don't show your cards. I watch them hold the cards under the table. I watch them fold the cards up like this. I watch them spread the card like dominoes. <laughs> but our stories are made so that we can show his hand. Not yours. His hand. Oh, he says, I know you ain't perfect, but I'm going to take my hand and cover you. Because if I don't, you're going to show your hand. And your hand will run people away. So I'm going to let them see my hand as it covers you. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm covered. Look at somebody else say, I'm a favorite. Being a favorite means you have preferential seating. It means that you're on a solid foundation. Being a favorite also means that you have God's protection. Being a favorite means that you have God's covering. I'm through. I really am. But, but there are stores when I go shopping, which I try to do as little as possible, but when I go to the mall, and, and, and I get ready to go shopping. Every store window that I follow, I, I go by in the mall has something called a mannequin. A mannequin, uh, in another term, we call them dummies. Their job now is to magnify the fashion of that store. They put clothing on the dummy. Because it's supposed to draw attention to the store and draw people into the store. The clothes did not come from the dummy. It came from the owner of the store. All the dummy's job is to do is to model what the owner has placed on them. The mannequin didn't even make a choice about what colors were going to be put together. That was the job of the store owner. The mannequin didn't even decide on what shoes or what purse or what jewelry they were going to put on on themselves. It was due to the store owner. And so the people who come by the store Take a look at what the owner has put on the dummy. And it draws them into the store. It's just like that with us brothers and sisters. God dresses us in favor. We don't have a choice about what we're going to wear and how it's going to look. But he dresses us in it and then sits us in a window so that everybody that passes by will look at it. And then when they look at it, hopefully it will cause them to come in the store. Yes, yes, yes. As a matter of fact, I'm standing here dressed in favor. I know it doesn't look like your type of favor. 
as a matter of fact I didn't have a choice about how God was going to put it on me but I am dressed in favor as a matter of fact when I got up this morning God said that he was going to dress me in favor and then he told me to walk in it he says the favor that I put on you I want you to ride in it the favor that I put on you I want you to talk about it well I just got through doing that God he says well done he says then I want you to get up on social media and post about how the favor of God is on your life yes I'm done now I'm going on my seat but before I go I got to tell you that you are dressed in favor it might not feel like it right now but you got favor all over you that's why I call you favorites mm -hmm. because you are designed to walk in favor you're designed to talk and live in favor and because you do that you got to show your favor to the world around you well I'm done now we got to serve communion and then I'm going on to my seat look at a neighbor and say neighbor I am dressed in favor it's all over me and I want you to recognize the favor of God not only on my life but on your life also yes turn to somebody else Look at another neighbor. As a matter of fact, I'm about to mess you up. Get up on your feet and go find somebody around you and tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I'm dressed in favor. And I know it looks good on me. Now I want you to turn your neighbor loose and turn around and model your favor for your neighbor yes find find your one more person yes sir i said find find your one more person yeah lord grab that neighbor by the hand that's the last neighbor i'm gonna tell you to turn to and tell a neighbor say neighbor Say, neighbor, I'm dressed in favor, and I want you to see how favor looks on me. Hey, yeah, before you turn that hand loose, tell them just one more thing. Say, neighbor, favor ain't fair. Fashionable now model your favor for your neighbor. I'm modeling grace for you. I'm modeling well-being for you. I'm modeling a good attitude for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what favor. That's what it looks like. That's what favor looks like.